This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. I've confronted hundreds of men over two decades. I have been in television for 24 years. I just came to get something to eat. And I have very seldom been at a loss for words. I just came to get something to eat. Men online looking for children to sexually assault. What's the motive here? It's, Explain it to me. I'm no, not you're right. No, you're right. It's stupid. It's, it's not. It's an no. illegal thing. Yeah, I know. I did a stupid thing. Men from all walks of life. A doctor, a teacher, a clergyman. You sent pornographic pictures through the mail. Okay, that's a federal offense right there. You know I'm in trouble, and I know I'm in trouble. I tried to get into their heads and understand why. Each of we have tonight. Uh, I, I, I want to know who you are. I want to know a little bit more about you first. Can I eat first? Sure, go ahead. Let's see if any of this sounds familiar while you enjoy your pizza. And ultimately, make sure they face justice. You ask her if she's a virgin. I ask everybody all kinds of stuff. It's just talk. You ask her if she's horny. What's wrong with that? You ask if she does anal. It's a question. question. Who are they? Have they tried to prey on other children? And where are they now? These are the predators I've caught. I'm Chris Hansen. We all know the risks of being on social media, but have you ever thought about the biggest risk? Do you mean getting murdered? A victim inside the house had been shot. That victim was 20-year-old Pop Smoke. I'm Jillian Lee Garner. And I'm Courtney Bell. We're the host of I Met My Murderer Online, the only true crime podcast to tell the tragic tales of how the internet can lead the unsuspecting into devastating dates with death. The search warrant resulted in the findings of a fresh dig area. You will hear from all who were involved in the case, the investigators, the droplets of blood, victims' family members. That was our baby. My baby's gone. And even the murderer themselves. I held it for three or four minutes until I knew she was dead. If you're a fan of true crime, then you'll want to listen to season two of I Met My Murderer online on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I spend a lot of time thinking back about the predators I've caught and the realistic potential damage each one of them could have done to a child had they not been caught in a sting operation. And they're all dangerous, 
they all could have harmed a child for life with a sexual encounter when the child wasn't emotionally, psychologically ready. And that's horrible enough. That's a vicious crime. But then I start thinking about what else could happen. What if the sex part isn't enough? What if they take it to the next level? What if they're truly sadistic beyond the rape of a child? And again, that's horrific enough. Somebody should go to prison for a long time, even for that. But what if it becomes violent beyond the sexual assault? And then I wonder just how far some of these guys would go. Obviously, the younger guys are opportunists. They want to have sex. Again, wrong. Criminal. Lifelong damage to a child's psyche. But what if something more violent took place? And I know some of the predators I've caught are capable of that sort of violence. And I know this because of the chats. I know this in spite of the fact that many say they were in a fantasy role-playing chat room. And I know this because the evidence, the physical evidence, tells me this. One of the predators I've caught, who I think was capable of violence beyond the sexual assault of a child, was Kenneth Fortner. Ken was 30 years old when he surfaced in our investigation in Fort Myers, Florida. That was back in April of 2006. You may remember that investigation. It took place in a big McMansion, if you will, along the Intracoastal in Fort Myers, which is on the west side of Florida. It was a very productive sting operation, netting some very memorable predators. Fortin knows early on in the chat that he's speaking with someone who identifies themselves as a 15-year-old girl. There's no mistaking it because he acknowledges it. Of course, that was really a member of the online watchdog group Perverted Justice, actually the founder of Perverted Justice, Xavier, posing as the 15-year-old girl. And within 30 minutes, Ken Fortney gets very graphic. Fortin makes the first contact. Hi. His name online, his screen name, Kenneth underscore Fortin. Very clever. The decoy uses the screen name Snakes on a Girl. If you recall, there was a movie out about that time, Snakes on a Plane, inspired a lot of different memes and screen names online. Hi. Hey, up, she says. How are you? I'm good. You? Pretty good, says Ken. Cool. What you up to tonight, he wants to know. Not much, just chilling. Where in Florida? Kind of by Tampa, but I don't get too specific because online guys can kind of be sketch, you know. Oh, we know how sketch online guys can be. Prime example, 30-year-old Kenneth Thornton. Ken, by the way, is a 
construction worker in Florida, about an hour and a half away from where the Stinghouse is in Fort Myers. Fort Myers is southwest, probably about two hours down I-75 from Tampa. Snakes on a girl, the decoy posing as a 15-year-old, asks, where are you at? What's your ASL? Kenneth Fortin says, 30, male, West Palm. That's on the other side of the state on the Atlantic Ocean. I understand, he says, referring to an earlier comment about guys being sketch online. Cool, I like have to get to know you. Cool, he says. What's your age and race? Hmm, it's kind of a strange question about the race. I'm 15 and white. I got a pick on profile in MySpace, she says. 15, huh? He acknowledges. Yeah, that's like half my age, says Ken Fortin. LOL. He's not going to be LOLing very long once he walks into our sting house. Yeah, it is, but girls mature faster than guys. Girls rule, says the decoy. Not 15 years faster, he says. LOL. I'm always amazed that these guys think LOL makes everything okay. I'm just joking. I'd like to rape you. I'm older. Alter your life forever. Commit a felony. LOL. Oh, suddenly, like, none of this counts? Come on, Ken. You know better. Depends on the guy, she says. There are some dumb ones. What would you consider dumb? I don't know. Just guys that are jerks. I can be sometimes, he says. Anyone can, though, he says. Yeah, but, like, always jerks? Oh, no, that's not me, he defends himself. So what do you come on here for, he wants to know. Friends, older guys, lovers, nothing better to do? So the grooming has begun. Older guys, check. Lovers, check. And then backing off. Nothing better to do? Nothing better to do, she says. I'm homeschooled. So this is about the best socializing. Oh, shit, crappy, he says. Yeah, it's not too great. LOL, sorry. It's all right, not your fault. I know, but still, now he's trying to empathize with this child. Want me to come pick you up and see what it's like to have fun? All right, this is a 30-year-old talking to a 15-year-old, as far as he knows. Want me to come pick you up and see what it's like to have fun? He's probing. I'm just kidding. He pulls back. My parents are home tonight, so I couldn't do anything tonight anyways. Oh, but otherwise you would? Maybe if you're cool, you got a pick? You don't see it in the chat window? No chat stuff never works, she says. Then she sees it. Hey, you're kind of cute. Just kind of? LOL. Now he's really focused on making this fantasy come to life, meeting this 15-year-old girl. Now, he's barely 35, 40 minutes into this conversation and it turns blatantly sexual oh there's grooming okay but it doesn't last very long do you have a boyfriend not anymore lol he says if i did i wouldn't be online can i ask you something personal sure i'm not shy did you have sex with him <laughs> yeah a few times sure okay i just asked because i'm nosy yeah you're nosy you're a nosy child predator. She says, LOL, it's fine, no big deal. 
What is your favorite position? What is your favorite position? I don't know. I like the normal way and the doggy way. Normal? You on your back and him on top, he asks. Yeah. You don't like to ride? That's fun, he says. I don't know. We didn't do that. LOL, want to try it? Again with the LOL. Kidding. Well, if you're kidding, never mind, she says. If you're going to do it, then okay. It's all on you. It's all on you. It's all on you. We hear this over and over again. It's all on you, child. 15-year-old girl, unable to consent to a sexual liaison. It's all on you. He's transferring the responsibility, the guilt, the blame, the crime. Then he clarifies. I meant if you're going to want to try to ride, okay, but if you wouldn't like it, then never mind. I don't know if I would like it, she says. Then try other things. There's a lot to sex. Boy, he's a real wizard, isn't he? I like it always, he says. Cool. LOL, it doesn't interest you, huh? It might if it feels good. Well, you won't know unless you try. That's true, she says. He, 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 says Ken. Have you tried anal yet? No, that would hurt, she says. Use lubrication, he assures her. Then he gets really graphic, explaining about the lubrication. KY, pussy juice, whatever is wet. Ugh. Then she says, it's just lame. It's like guys just want to cause pain, you know. Nah, he says, it's just a different sensation. You'll find you like many different areas of sex. Now, he's the sex counselor. Do you suck dick, he asks. Yeah, I've done that. Do you like that? Have you gotten eaten? I haven't done that. I haven't had that done to me. My boyfriend said he didn't want to try. He was lame. Oh, man, I would rock your world, he says. LOL, that's big talk, says the decoy, posing as a 15-year-old girl. Yeah, for someone who never had their pussy ate. Mm. It's so offensive on so many levels. And it goes on. He talks about orgasms. He talks about sneaking through her window to show her what it's like. She talks about when her parents are going to be gone and he seizes the opportunity to start planning his visit. So Friday at night, are you on birth control, he wants to know. No, I'm not. Friday might work, yeah, she says. Has your boyfriend come inside you? With a condom, of course, she says. I ain't getting pregs. What if I come on your ass or tits? <sighs> um, I don't know about that. What do I get out of it? An orgasm, he says. Not just coming, he says. He asks about her breast size, 32B, she says. Another picture exchange. He talks about using rope, tying her up. I don't know, I'd have to decide, she says. As long as you don't strand me. What won't you let me try on you? <clears throat> I don't know, if you think you're tough enough to tie me up, she says. It sure will be fun trying. He asks about her height, 5'8". How tall are you, she asks. About six. Oh, you're taller than me, damn. Will you wrap your legs around me, sure, and kiss me tenderly? Now, he's back and forth with this tying up rope fetish. 
and trying to be romantic, I suppose. They wrap up that conversation. He gets back online and now they're making the final details. He's looking forward to being naked with a girl. He wants to know more about what happened between her and her boyfriend. He wants to know if they're going to talk first and then be intimate. He's got quite the plan, old Ken Forden. And then here he is, pulling up at our luxurious Stinghouse in Fort Myers. More about this predator I've caught in a moment. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We had the house wired inside and out. We even had a camera that could rotate 360 degrees in one of the palm trees. So we saw Kenneth pull up. He's wearing some baggy shorts and a t-shirt. And he doesn't look all that nervous as he walks up our driveway and into our sting house. He's yeah. coming around back. He is on the steps, opening the door. Oh, he's just going to come right on. Watch it, Emily. He's in. Heading towards the kitchen. He's in the kitchen. Call out. Hey, I'm in here. Keep going. He's coming fast. Call again. Call again. Hey, I'm about to put on my bra and panties. Come on in. Good job. Hold on. He's coming around the desk, heading towards Chris. That's the on-site decoy chatting from the next room. Now, he comes in the side door of the house through the kitchen, and he's moving pretty quickly. He appears to be very excited to meet his 15-year-old date for sex. So much so that he actually follows the sound of her voice across the living room of the home into a sunroom where the decoy has now gone. That's also the room where I'm watching on a monitor along with Ron Knight, who handles my security. The on-site decoy was Emily who did an extraordinary job, and she looked the part. So now she's behind the door, and we're watching him on the monitor move pretty quickly toward the door. And it was clear to me that it was time to come out and confront him. How you doing? All right, how are you? Do you have a seat over in that chair, please? Yeah, please sit down. Put your hands up top so I can see him. He doesn't say much at first. Hi, how you doing? Startled. What are you doing here? Just coming to meet somebody. Who are you coming to meet? Just a girl. Just coming to meet somebody. A girl. Now he's going to try to do his best to minimize the crime here. He's going to say as little as possible, but I am not going to let him get off the hook. This is where... I earn my money. When the guys don't give it up, I have to get it. And as you'll hear in just a moment, one of the ways I do that is to turn over the transcripts 
that I've already highlighted and, and ask them to read it. And at that point, they become a little more talkative. They're confronted directly with their own words. It's a pretty useful technique. A girl named? Um, I'm not even sure what her name is. He doesn't know the girl's name and doesn't use her screen name, Snakes on a Girl. He tries to pretend that maybe she's 16 as if that was going to make this whole thing better. Maybe legally to an extent, but it's pretty clear. She said 15, and he acknowledged that. How old is this? I'm not even sure what her name is. 15 or 16. 15. And how old are you? 30. And remember, Ken had driven more than two hours or about two hours all the way from the West Palm Beach area to get to our sing house in Fort Myers. It's okay for a 30-year-old man to come to a home where a 15-year-old girl is alone. Why? I guess it's really rather not. It's really rather not. Now, his syntax is a bit off here. He's nervous. I think what he meant to say, it's really not acceptable. What he did was unacceptable, but his words got kind of jumbled up. You'd really, I'm sorry? I guess it's really rather not. You'd rather not what? No, it's not okay. And what were you going to do once you met? Just talk. Just talk. Just talk. Hmm. Was he going to talk about tying her up? Using all kinds of different lubricants? Just talk. This begins a pattern of lying to no one's surprise. He's going to lie to my face. He's going to claim he didn't bring condoms, marijuana, rope, duct tape. Well, he says he, well, you'll hear it in a minute. He says he has some of this stuff in his car because of his job as a construction worker. Well, there's a lot of talk going on here. You get very specific about some of the sexual things you want to do to her. You ask if she's tried anal yet. She says, no, that would hurt. You say, use lubrication. It's mighty considerate of you. What were you thinking about here? I mean, help me out. Help me to understand what's going on here. If you don't talk to me, I can't understand. Sir, I'm just trying to meet people. I moved down here not too long ago. I'm just trying to meet people. I just got down here, meaning Florida, not too long ago. I'm just trying to meet people. Well, Ken, there are a lot of people online who are not 15. Maybe you should try that. If what you've heard shocks you so far, join us back in a moment. Can I tie you up? Did you bring rope with you tonight? Um, I have rope in my car. You have rope in your car? Yes, for my job. For your job? Yes, I also have a bunch of tools back there. You talk about using the rope in various sex acts with this 15-year-old girl. What would have happened if a 15-year-old girl was here and I wasn't? Same thing that's happening now, just talking. Just talking? Just talking. Do you see why that's very difficult for me to believe, based on this chat? Yes, I do. That's the God's honest truth, though. God's honest truth. Just gonna talk. Then he makes an admission that shocks everyone in the Stinghouse. He himself has a six-year-old daughter. 
who he's trying to see. Now, presumably that means that he doesn't have custody of the six-year-old daughter and that he's trying to get some sort of visitation. So that means in his twisted logic that he wouldn't have sexually assaulted a 15-year-old girl because he has a six-year-old daughter who he's trying to see. Well, that doesn't make sense. And it makes this entire scenario even more disturbing. But why should I believe that? Because I have a six-year-old daughter that I'm trying to see. You have a six-year-old daughter? Yes. So I ask the obvious question. What if somebody came into your home to see your daughter? And he admits he wouldn't like it. How would you feel if a stranger came into your home? I hate it. I hate it. And then I give him the transcripts to read himself. Sounds like you're encouraging her to do something she's not planning on doing. Read that where those marks are right there. Out loud. Can I see you naked? I'm sorry? Can I see you naked? Go on. On Friday? Yeah. What do I get out of it? Pleasure filled night. Now, those are your words, right? Yes, sir. Okay, so, so why should I believe that you didn't come here to have sex with this girl? Because that's not my intention. I swear. I'm my daughter. That's not my intention, I swear. Yeah. Swear on my daughter. Mm. I was just planning on coming over here to talk. Did you bring marijuana? No. That's a lie. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Did you bring condoms with you? No. No. He swallowed hard on that one. That's going to be a lie as well. And then I reveal, after trying to pull the truth out of him as best as I'm able, exactly who I am. He's not a big TV watcher, apparently. Do you watch television? Really? I'm Chris Hansen with Dateline NBC. And we're doing a story on adults who try to meet kids on the internet. If there's anything else you want to say, we'd like to hear it. If not, you're obviously free to walk out the door you came in. He tries to cover his face and immediately leaves when he sees the cameras. He starts to hustle down the driveway, but he doesn't get far. The Fort Myers police take him into custody. Get And I suppose it will come as no surprise to anyone that when police search his vehicle, they find duct tape, rope, marijuana actually on him in his side pocket of his pants, and yes, condoms, in spite of what he tried to tell me just moments earlier. Police, when they searched his truck, found duct tape, rope, uh, condoms. Could those things have been uh, in his truck because of his job? Possible. But when you consider in his chat that he talks about using, you know, with this teenage girl, you have to wonder what was going to happen if we weren't there and a teenage girl was. When I asked Fortin about what he brought, he denied having, you know, condoms or drugs. Well, as it turned out, he, in fact, did have drugs and condoms. I think any narcotics on you, sir. I'm sorry? I think he had any narcotics on you. I thought they took that stuff out. We followed Forden through the arrest process, booking, and his initial appearance in court. 
At first, he pleaded not guilty. Kenneth Fortin, you're charged with attempted lewd and lascivious battery on a victim 12 years of age, up to 15 years of age, and obscene communication by use of your computer service to seduce or solicit a child. Does he qualify for code defendant? Yes, sir. There's probable cause on all charges. There's a $40,000 bond. Later, Fortin pleaded guilty to some of the charges associated with this investigation. He was sentenced to nine months in jail, but was let out after 224 days time served. He was on probation and had to register for life as a sex offender in Florida. Well, a little while later, he tested positive for marijuana and they put him back in jail for another five months. I reached out to Ken Forden. He apparently now lives in Michigan working for a truck parts plant. I did get a hold of his voicemail. Said it was Ken, leave a message. His message box was full. I'll try him again and I will let you know if he gets back to me and what he has to say. More of our story in a moment. As you know, I like to hear from you. And this week's question comes from Dean in St. Louis, Missouri. Hey, Chris, this is Dean from St. Louis, Missouri. First off, I'm a huge fan and I've been an avid TCAPist and fan of yours for about eight years now. Thanks for all the work that you do to catch predators and expose them, as well as providing the world with some Class A entertainment. I have a question. The chat logs and messages are obviously more than enough to convict most of these guys. However, were any of the on-camera conversations used in court against them? Some guys openly admitted to their true intentions and acknowledged that what they were doing was illegal. Kevin Westerbeck, for example, even entered the home and said he wanted to watch the girl as she got undressed. Once again, thanks, and I'm looking forward to your new investigations and podcasts. Also, looking forward to using your Cameo account to send my friend Dennis a birthday message. Once again, thank you. Take care. Thank you, Dean. Appreciate that. That's an excellent question. Typically, and in the vast majority of cases, the chat, the online chat between the alleged predator and the decoy is enough to get a warrant and to go to trial. Although a lot of these cases do end in some sort of plea agreement. Obviously the interactions are recorded and we have all of them from the hundreds of predators I've caught, including the most recent investigations on True Blue right now. And I'm trying to think back if any of the video conversations were subpoenaed, I know that there were subpoenas. I know that we've turned over some of those videos to prosecutors, which then makes that material accessible in the discovery process pre-trial. But I cannot think, Dean, of an example where those videos were actually used at trial. Typically what happens is that if the videos are subpoenaed as evidence in the case, it's damning evidence, right? And so once the defense attorney sees that, they go through it, they look for any potential legal loopholes that would be valuable in the defense. 
And usually what happens is they see how damning the case is and that case ultimately goes into negotiations for a plea agreement. And typically what happens is that one or more of the charges, usually there are three to four charges, one of those charges or two of those charges are dropped in exchange for a guilty plea on the others. And depending on the man's background, his criminal history, and the pretrial investigation, his sentence will then be handed down by a judge. In our experience, it's ranged from probation to multiple years in prison. But I don't recall, Dean, a time when any of the videos actually were used as evidence at trial, maybe in court and preliminary hearing, but not, not at trial that I'm aware of. It could happen, though. Thanks for the question. If you're looking for me, you can find me all over social media, at Chris Hansen on Twitter, official Chris Hansen on Instagram, Cameo, TikTok, have a seat with Chris Hansen, where a lot of people sample our latest episodes of Takedown, the new Predator Investigations. I was out shooting a new one just last week. And that is seen on my new streaming crime network, True Blue, T-R-U-B-L-U. Watch TrueBlue.com for details. And as always, you can reach me here at Chris at PredatorPodcast.com. I'll be watching and listening.